What's happening, sports fans? Christian Pedersen. Tommy Moore, sorry. I wasn't paying attention. I was looking at my, my notes. Sorry. Which is difficult considering right there was two of us here, and there are two of us here I in know. the studios. Um, we're playing the football intro to the show one last time because we have one last amount of football one to more speak week. of. Uh, we got the state football championships. We've also got some basketball coming up later in the show, uh, or right now in the show, whichever version Tommy wants to talk about. Uh, Aaron Bergen will also be uh, joining us. We've got some state football preview specials. So, Tommy, where do you want to start? Do you want to get the last of the football out of the way? Because I know you still got a little bit of that on your mind. Or should we move on to basketball first? Yeah, let's get the football. Let's get some, get some football real quick, and then we'll go to basketball. Okie dokie. Yeah. So, uh, first off, I want to say two things. I want to say that we miss our cohorts, uh, Noah Laxina. Good luck with finals at San Diego State right now. I don't think a lot of you know that Noah is a full-time student at San Diego State and a full-time journalist. He's an amazing person, and we wish him the best. Also, uh, Bodie De Silva. Oh, poor Bodie. Let's put it on the poll. Do you think SD Preps enjoys beaches? Well, he no, he self-admittedly doesn't. Remember, he said, like, we asked him, what's your favorite beach activity? He said, go inside. What was this last year? We have that audio somewhere. I should have brought that up. Oh, man. Yeah, he doesn't like, he doesn't like the beach. He's not an outdoors. But you know, there's some animals that are like outdoor pets and some are indoor pets. Yep. Bodie's very much an indoor pet. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just, he, the, the man enjoys... Um, being indoors and out of the sun. So the way we do this on our shows is you can follow along at SD Prep Insider on Instagram and Twitter. We'll have the polls there right now. We start with our first one. Do you think SD Preps enjoys tropical vacations? So, Tommy, you wanted to start with some football. Uh, we have two, yeah. two teams remaining, El Camino and La Jolla, both on the road playing for state championships. Let's talk about one of them. Let's talk about both of them. Yes. Uh, where do you want to start? You want to start with the Dude, the floor is yours, man. Uh, we'll go with El Camino first. They're going to be playing at Cardinal Newman. So we I, we all know our home team, so I'm not going to discuss them that much, but I, I believe we have someone coming on later. Yeah, we're, so. we're going to speak to a gentleman who covered Cardinal, Cardinal Newman throughout the CIF playoffs up in San Jose area. So actually knows them. Right. And most people on Twitter would believe that pretty much everybody on earth knows more about football than us anyway. So <laughs> yes, we will speak to an expert. But Tommy... Everyone knows how to view football through your lens because yes. they've, they've heard it from you all year. So give us your analysis. Yeah, so Cardinal Newman, they, they like to pass. They have Jackson Pivot as a quarterback, and he does everything for them. Um, the, the thing, the good news here is for both these teams, I think they're both going to win. Um, I think if Jackson Pavitt played in San Diego, he would be probably a top 10 quarterback. But the fact that he's their guy doesn't scare me at all because he's he's a good player, but he's not anything that uh, El Camino hasn't seen, and El Camino's already seen the best of the best. So um, just a little bit quickly quickly on him, though. The, the one thing, the one stat I really do like about um, Pavitt is 29 touchdowns, one interception. So the kid doesn't make mistakes. He also is their second leading rusher with 563 yards. So he is a, I don't want to, this is not supposed to be an insult because the player I'm comparing him to is a, you know, 10 out of 10 stud. He's like a C minus version of Tyler Buckner. So they should be fine. Um, we'll put it on the poll at SD prep insider on Twitter and Instagram. Is there anything left on earth that can scare El Camino football? No, there um, shouldn't be. I, I, I think El Camino football should, they, well, yeah, I guess the dog football. I think they'll win this game by more than two possessions. I think woo! Be kind of yes. So. We finally came around the last opportunity yep. to jump on the band. Well, no, no, don't do yeah, I take that back. I'm picking I them every trying time. to bring you down into yeah. our muck and misery. I apologize, Tommy. Uh, so uh, anything else on this one or should we give the folks a little bit of a preview on the La Jolla game? Yeah, we'll talk about, um, the La Jolla game a little bit. Escalon. Yes. Uh, we'll put You're it on. You're going to put your helmet on. Yeah. It's really yeah. good visual. Okay. Hold on. 
It does match your San Diego State sweatshirt, actually. Similar colors. There you go. So you'll Boom. have to forgive me on the audio levels, Tommy. I, uh, <laughs> Helmets I are not a... Uh, I don't know how to... We should put this on Instagram Live right now. Um, yeah, let's do this on Instagram. I'm not going to do it on live. Just in general? We'll do it on the story. Okay, good. Um, uh, but yes. I didn't get to keep my helmet, man. Yeah, I, I, I got to keep the helmet, and I just recently got to buy the jersey, too. Shout out to Coach Roach on that. I, I wish I got... I, you know what? I should hit up my uh, Coach Hales and see if I can buy one of the old helmets. I'm sure they're sitting around doing nothing. Fans, Christian Pedersen. Tommy Morris. We're recording our... We are recording uh, it. Basketball slash football show. I'm finally on board with the La Jolla Vikings. Uh, the whole show will be out in a couple hours. Please enjoy, share. We also got El Camino, full-time hoops, all sorts of great stuff. I, I, I hope that plays well. Whatever and hears this later, that'll be good. Yeah. Ooh, tag me. Um, Wait, no, don't, or yeah, tag me. Yes. Okay, and tag at Puma Golf because I'm wearing Puma hat. I want to get some free stuff. No, Tommy, not, <laughs> I just want free stuff. Yeah. Well, okay. No, no, no. This is this, this is other work. You 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 do that and then you ask for free stuff later. This is how all the the models do it. Maybe. Okay. Allegedly. All right. Let's talk about football again. La Jolla at Escalon. Escalon. They like to run the ball a lot as a team. They ran for 4,079 yards this season. They've got a Caden Christensen is their main guy. Again, nothing special that La Jolla hasn't seen. If he was in La Jolla or if he was in San Diego, excuse me, I compare him to a worse version of Keegan Baker. I don't think La Jolla didn't play. Um, La Jolla didn't play Valhalla though, but he, he's again, he would be a middle of the road running back in San Diego. He ran for 1,548 yards and 19 touchdowns. The one thing that is scary is he's averaging 10 yards a carry. So like turn the ball, turn around and give him the ball. Michael Cole is their big tackle and defensive offensive tackle and defensive tackle. Kid can bench over 300 pounds. He, he's a strong dude, but I think La Jolla kids have enough in the tank to handle those, handle those two guys. And I think, again, La Jolla should win this one. It'll be a low-scoring one. I think La Jolla will win this one somewhere around 17-7. to 7. I don't think that La Jolla Twitter understands that I went to La Jolla, which I don't know how they don't know that at this point. And that Why I, do they make well, – you tweet the alma mater. Yeah, no, but there are still tweets being sent out about doubt us down by 17, doubt us three and seven. I'm like, okay. No, like that was a, that was that was me being trying to journalistically be proving to San Diego that I can be unbiased, and I I apologize, but okay, look, I'm on board with this team. I mean, with Max Smith coming out his first team All CIF defense on a Division three squad, let's go, baby! This yeah. this team is here and ready to rock. Last time we're going to see Jack Weiss playing for the La Jolla Vikings. Let's. There's nothing other for me to say than let's go. Let's well, get this dub. Let's bring it home. Well, and I got a lot. Does your hand hurt from that high five? Mine hurts a little bit. Yeah. No, I did something with, I, like I hit, the, I, hit the, I hit the TV when I was putting it back. Uh, um, no, yeah. I mean, the good thing for La Jolla is you got a sophomore quarterback. You're, you're probably arguably your best receiver as a junior, so they're going to be good again next year. And Max Smith comes oh back, obviously. Oh, so. my God. We're calling him right now. What? What happened? Bodie? Yeah. Yes. Is he miss? Does he miss us? No, I don't know. Oh, he replied. With yeah. a, oh, man. Look yeah, at we're this. We're going to call him right now. What a dude. Should, we, should I retweet it? The picture of Bodie's tropical dude, vacation? Dude, why not, man? Can confirm. Well, no, but that can't confirm anything. He, it's a yes or no question. Well, we didn't make it a poll. Per- yeah, we did. No. It, yes, it's a poll. Oh, it is a poll. Oh, yeah, okay. Yes, it is a poll. All right, what is he confirming? I don't know. Do they have like a hula-like person emoji? Yes, they do. Let me see. I'm put that. Oh, they don't have- or maybe the dancing girl. Bodie. I'm here. Is that you confirming that you enjoy tropical vacations? 
I would say that. Okay, deal. I thought you hated the sun. And- we, we were just worried about you. Yeah. As long as I can get enough time inside without the, like throughout the day. Deal. Bodie, you want to hike day? right now? Yeah, I'm by a waterfall. Okay, oh, so are you okay. gonna go in the waterfall? So, oh no, no, wait, hold on. Before we go any further, let's get this. We will get an exclusive waterfall side nowhere else in all of high school sports media nationwide. Are you gonna get analysis from Scorebook Live's official reporter Bodie De Silva next to a waterfall? Bodie, three things. One, what's the final score of the El Camino game gonna be? Oh jeez, uh, I know they'll win. We'll go El Camino twenty-eight sixteen. Tommy hit or uh, Bodie hit me with the final score of the La Jolla game. Oh, got to pick them as well. I'll go low scoring. I'll go 2010 La Jolla. Give the people one sleeper team basketball-wise that you have not talked about yet any anywhere publicly. Yeah, probably a sleeper on my point uh, point of view. I know Aaron's pointed him out a little bit, but Benita Vista looks to be a great team this year. So, All right. Definitely look forward to catching them. Had any spam yet while you're out there? I have not, and I don't plan to. Deal. Bunch of shaved ice, some poke, and uh, that's about it. All right. Thanks, Bodie. Talk to you later. Yeah. I, I did that from our, our account. Hopefully that wasn't. That, Wait, you that did that for fine. the prep ins- yeah, You did that. The, nice. Is that GIF okay? I, I don't feel like the kids aren't going to understand what that reference is. What the, is it a J-Lo reference? No, was that what you were? TLC. TLC. Oh. Don't go chasing yeah. waterfalls. No, I hope, hopefully somebody gets it. Do, 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 do. Dude, no. Okay, no. Ruben Payne is just going to tweet, or is Mr. Seabed <laughs> okay? Um, yeah. No. Okay. I understand. I admit we are self-indulgent on this show, but look, we put in a lot of time covering all of the nitty-gritty of results and highlights and clips and photos so that we can be a little funny and just enjoy our time in the <laughs> studio where we spend way too much time editing all your other content. So, Tommy, any last notes on either of these football games before we move on to some basketball, maybe? I think we're going to have two happy teams coming back home to San Diego. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I can love it. Are you dialed in on any of these all-star games? Uh, Spanos, um, Mikasi, SDFNL. Where do you where do you come out on all that? I mean, uh, zero interest really on, on to basketball well, for you? Well, you know what? You know what I've noticed? You know, and I think no, it's, I don't. it's this year. So Hit me. Some kids don't want to play Let's in this. Go. So some of the kids who, if, if you're not playing in a national all-star like a, game. Uh, you so what, what is what is national? Let me, let me, blue gray, um, blue gray, or the Polynesian Bowl, or something like that, or, or Under Armour. There's, right. there's what about Under Armour, the, the Army Bowl, but because um, Army, I think is an Adidas one. I don't know. So every, just every, to give everybody a concept, there's about five yeah. nationally acclaimed like th- this is the jam type bowl games. So I don't think a lot of people know the rules on this. You can only you're only allowed to play in two All-Star games if you're a high schooler. So that includes those national games. Yes. So like someone like Gunner Gray, Jordan Allen, who are in the Blue Gray game. Can, they, they can not play. do Mikasi and SDFNL. That's what I was getting okay. at. So it, it's becoming a thing now where I've noticed a lot, a lot of kids are choosing to play the Mikasi game instead of the Spanos one. I don't know if that has to do with the Chargers leaving. I don't know if maybe it's just kind of cooler for these kids to get to play the teams from the Imperial Empire. Um, but that's something to keep an eye out for. Maybe, you know, Spanos game starts to take a back seat to that game. Well, so. the Spanos game, I think, very cleverly positioned themselves to come out first now. They're, they're the first one coming up there this Saturday, the 14th. Uh, we have a podcast interviewing both the head coaches. Um, what if with, you're in a state playoff game, though? You can't play. No, I understand that. But I, I you're, you're you're arguing irrelevance. I don't think you're irrelevant if you are the first one up. I think no matter what, you will get somebody. You'll get, yes, you will forfeit the ability to have state teams on there. Right. But I don't know, man. I, I, it, to me, it's just, I. not that I'm uninterested in it, but... I think for a lot of this stuff, football is not a sport that I enjoy 20 weeks down the road product versus right out of the gate product. I think some of these kids are a little depleted physically and mentally, and I don't think you get your best football. 
So I do not have any specific reason that I don't dislike one group or the other or something like that. I just don't enjoy these bowl games because I don't think we're getting our best football. And I think that these kids should be cut loose to go play basketball or do soccer yeah. or, or whatever it is that they do. Uh, well, with if, their if I played a winter sport, I wouldn't play in any of them. But I, yeah. I, I think it, it, it is really cool for the kids. And I, the, the cool thing about this Bandos game is it does still have, you got to wear the Chargers pants, which everybody kind of likes. I don't know. I, I'm, I, I like all the games. I'm not going to poo-poo any of them. But I, I think, do think it's interesting that some of the better kids who get to play these national ones have to make that decision because it's kind of tough. Tough call to make. Tommy, you mentioned playing a winter sport, so let's switch over to that. Uh, basketball is here both guys and girls, guys and girls, soccer is here. Um, we got wrestling. We've got girls, water polo. We've got, is that everything? I think that's everything uh, for the fall sports. Roller hockey. Roller hockey. Um, this is primarily going to be a boys basketball show. We will have girls. Did you say wrestling? Yes. Okay. Right. Uh, we will have girls basketball on here. We will have soccer. and so, uh, Mostly I will be bringing you the water polo and soccer, game balls and that kind of stuff. Tommy is a big time basketball person. Aaron Bergen will be in studio. With, He's the full-time right, basketball yeah, person. Right now, we're all, we're, this week's kind of fracture, but it's good because I think it kind of introduces the new listener to sort of who each one of us individually menu item is in terms of basketball. So, Tommy, you got a couple of game balls you want to get to to help, help get people going for their basketball coverage? Uh, yeah, I'm just uh, three of them really quickly for you. We have uh, Cass and Dickerson from University City. 31 points in their two-point win over Point Loma, so that's huge. 31 a lot of points to score in a high school game. Getty Pearson, 23 points in high-tech high. San Diego's win over Elkhorn Valley. And Grant Mahler, 21 points for Maranatha in a game where they held Kearney to... Shoot, I put 21 twice. I think I, think I meant to put 10. Because they held Kearney to 10 <laughs> points at halftime. Uh, very impressive defense there for Maranatha. You'd be shocked how many times they do something like that. What, put the wrong number? Well, when, once I put one number, and then I forget what this... You know what I mean? I just don't want to look at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. My, my brain just kind of putters out and does the same thing twice. So uh, keep going. That's it. I only had three of them. That was the, that was everything. Uh, yeah. I, I I didn't want to get too into it. My brain is still well. This is the big. This is this is yeah. The, you you brought us the the valuable football insight and analysis, and you're transitioning into it. And like I mentioned, we're not at full strength. We called Bodie next to a waterfall. Noah's ditching out on a. This is no. He's we didn't his, ask for you and I didn't ask for any of this. You you right. and I did not ask to be thrust into the middle of having to carry the the team. Like, you know what's crazy? Senior State basketball has not lost a game. before. Since Noah took final or before Noah took finals, he's he's jinxing them by taking his finals. So selfish of him. Dang, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, what's he thinking? I don't know, man. What do you think he's up to right now? Uh, what do you think? Do you think he's actually studying? Let's put this. What, what let's put this on the poll. Uh, what do you think Noah Lax's study music is? Um, I would say slower rap, probably from five years ago. I'm serious. I think that is going to be the time period and the, the pace of the music and the genre of the music. You can ask him. Um, tweet it. I just tweeted what's good study music and I'll tweet it out from Mr. Seaped, uh, prompted by the thoughts of what Noah Laxina is up to. We miss you vibes. Um, Tommy, anything else before we get going here uh, for, for winter sports that you want to talk about? Um, no, I think uh, I'm good. Sweet. I will just bring up a couple of things, and I will say that uh, Cole Wright, the Carlsbad Lancer superstar, Mr. All-World football Stud. player that we all enjoyed, yeah. uh, his sister is even as, if not slightly more spectacular, soccer player. So look out for Carlsbad soccer. Look out for Cathedral Catholic soccer on the guys' side. Uh, on the water polo edge, it's going to be hard to see that uh, – 
Bishop's girls team could be better than their guys team, but I think that that's a reality. So a lot of interesting plot lines. We uh, we'll, we'll have all sorts of people coming and going this this fall. This the show's just getting started. Look, man, football. We loved it. It's great. It's very regimented. You guys need all your games every week. It all happens at the same time. Basketball, we're not going to get to every single game every single week. If you not guys have, many. over the last couple of years, seen our basketball show, which has been me, Aaron, Tom, Aaron, yeah, me, Aaron, Tommy, it was, we'd, we'd cover about 10 games behind us for game balls, about 10 games ahead of us for previews, talk about the top 10, feel like we got about 30 schools covered. It's going to be something in that realm, but we're also going to break it up a little bit more, have some more player and coach interviews, do some more of our goofy fun stuff, provide you guys just a place to come hang out, talk sports, listen to sports, get involved uh, in the high school scene. We'll have some some really fun stuff for you. So other end of the break right now, you'll hear from Aaron. Later, we got the football preview, or maybe now a uh, football preview later, Aaron. Who knows? I very rarely go back and re-listen to this to tell myself <laughs> whatever the audio prompts are. You've been listening to the San Diego Sports, or the uh, San Diego Prep Insider. Ooh, almost yeah. a little throwback there. No, I was almost a throw forward to the San Diego Sports Association oh, show. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, that one doesn't start for a couple more months. Um, but hey, I will just say that it's starting in January. Um, just full disclosure to everybody. You know that's one month away, right? Yeah. Fair enough. I know. I know you get well, stuck in like you don't know what day or time yeah. or month it is all the time. True. But. I was putting up Christmas lights twenty minutes ago, though. Um, well, can we share about how unsafe your method of figuring out what socket works? Uh, you were licking your finger and seeing if there's electricity. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Total disregard for your own personal health. I look, man. I do the Charles James thing, man. I like. I like to. Li- I like to live my life like a battery. <laughs> I need that energy bar to be full. That's how I live my life. I thought I just always assumed that that's what that meant was physically in. I think when you're like three, they teach you not to do that. Oh, fair enough. Well, I missed that one. Got yeah. homeschooled. Uh, folks, we will talk to you soon. Uh, Tommy will be back next week and uh, keep it easy. What's happening, sports fans? Christian Pedersen back here with you in the San Diego Prep Insider Studios. Don't know if this music is the right music to play anymore because um, we're now into basketball season, but we still have this going because there's one last state football segment being brought to you this week, but we must start this week's show where I'm sure a lot of you uh, left us last time was the last time we were talking to Aaron, and then when, when basketball season went away, you stopped paying attention to our show because I am just that annoying little fly buzzing around uh, in your ear all season long. Aaron, full-time hoops one. What's going on, man? Happy basketball season. I know, right? We're back in the show, man. I'm excited. I'm, I'm you know, it's a, it's a big year for San Diego basketball, and glad to be back, man. Miss you. Oh man, I have missed you too. I first off, you're a legit Twitter celebrity right now. Um, you've always ha- always have been, but you've been on your A game the last couple of months, and I really thoroughly appreciate it. Um, it, it gets me through the long cold nights of 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 the the dog days of football season. Um, so I I have been longing for this to get going. Also, um, my goodness, man, the younger grades are taking over. It seems like a huge year. Uh, we got a few minutes of your time. Where do you want to start? Do you want to go through the top 10? Do you want to give people some cliff notes on what's interested in you? You are the Hoops Authority, so let's talk whatever you want to talk about. Well, I mean, we could start with, you know, we could start with the top 10. Uh, you know, you and I both have votes on the UT top 10. And mine this week, I started with Cathedral and Saints at 1 and 2. And then I kind of deviated a little bit from the rest of the pack. 
I had Santa Fe Christian as my number three school right now. Uh, of course, they lost Trevin Martin but um, for the season due to a broken foot, but they're still rolling. They beat they rolled Vista last night, so they're undefeated at I believe seven and zero. So I, I felt like that undefeated record, and and, besides, and they're beating everyone by twenty plus points. So it's been a good start for them at three. Four, I had um, Poway, big win against Modern Day Catholic in the championship game of the Armstrong Horseman Automotive uh, Classic. Uh, that's a that's a big win considering that Modern Day had just beaten Torrey Pine. At number five, I had Foothills Christian. Um, they took a couple of losses up in uh, up at the Battle Zone, including one to Great Oaks. That was a bit of a surprise. Um, you know, this is a team that that can roll you, can score 100, but also is a team that's been foul prone early. And when they when their key guys get in foul trouble, um, they struggle. So that's something to watch out for. Uh, my number six team was the Modern Day Catholic, beating Torrey Pines, but then taking that loss to Poway in the championship game, the game that they led at halftime by, I believe, six points and ended up losing by six. So a little bit of a turnaround there for Poway at the end. Torrey Pines is my number 17. Uh, Falcons, you know, a little bit of an injury bug early. They um, didn't have Chris Howell for a few games and Nick Herman didn't play last night. But when they've all been there, they've been, you know, they've only taken that one loss to modern-day Catholic. Um, my number 18 is Carlsbad. Carlsbad's only loss was to Sherman Oaks Notre Dame, which is a really good team, a young team, but very talented in its own right. My number nine, uh, my number 19 is San Marcos. Uh, San Marcos, really also a great start. One loss on the year to Poway at Poway. I mean, that's, you know, that's going to, that's going to be a loss. That's going to look better as the year goes along as Poway continues to, to win. And then my number 10 team, of course, San Isidro. Um, you know, they the, all of their losses were, you know, against teams that they probably, you know, weren't favored to win. You know, Hillcrest and Riverside, really good team. A couple of other losses up at the battle zone. But they've beaten everybody that they've been, they've, they have been favored to win. So right now I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. Just outside of the, of my top ten, I have Benita Vista, Francis Parker, San Diego, um, Helix. Even though Helix has taken a couple of losses this week, we'll you know, probably talk a little bit about those with some of the game balls that I give out. Um, and Christian, of course, you know Christian has a big game coming up against uh, against Foothill Christian. I think that's tonight over at um, Grosmont High. So that's my top ten for you. I'll give you real quick my top 10 Cathedral Catholic, St. Augustine, Torrey Pines, Foothills Christian, Santa Fe Christian, Poway, Modern Day Catholic, San Ysidro, Carlsbad, San Marcos. Aaron, with you know, with injury, or with not necessarily injuries, but rosters not always being the same night to night, ups and downs of different days of the week, you, you can take a couple losses, you can have a couple huge random blowout wins. At what point? Is there a single tournament? Is there a point in the season where you start to actually lock in and be like, okay, this is really who this team is? Or are, 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 do you never invest fully in a team? It just seems like right now there's a couple of teams that are on that precipice of like, they could be really great this year, but you just don't have the track record to know if that's where they're headed. You know, 
I, I usually give everyone until after January 2nd, I mean, or Jan 1, when um, the sit-out period ends and everyone should have considerably full rosters. There are a couple of teams that are playing really well now, too, that we don't know who they are just because maybe they haven't played the toughest schedule. University City is a team that's undefeated right now. And, um, you know, their, their fan base has made a lot of noise about being disrespected early on. You know, but I, I've looked, you know, looking at the schedule, I think their best win was against the Rancho Bernardo team that's three and four. So, you know, it's going to be up to them to, you know, up to them to win some important games. They play Foothills Christian on the 13th. So that'll be their opportunity to turn some heads. And, you know, Canyon Crest is another team, same thing. But, you know, between injuries and, and players sitting out, you really don't get a full picture until after the holiday tournament is done. <laughs> Teams start to settle into league play. And then, of course, the other um, the other factor, the other variable that, you know, doesn't get discussed a lot is, you know, right around playoff time, that's usually the time where final report cards come out. And then you have the other uh, rub, eligibility, you know. Which team lose players due to eligibility? Which teams gain key players back? Um, you know, those that, that that's played a big role, you know, at times, you know, throughout the history of high school hoops in San Diego, teams that, you know, were missing key guys for long stretches and then all of a sudden get them back right after that grading period and go on good runs in the playoffs. So that's also something to look at, uh, look for. But in my opinion, it's usually – we usually find out who these teams are after all the holiday tournaments are in the book. So hope springs eternal, it sounds like, for teams for the next couple of weeks. Uh, they can still hold on to that belief that they can go on a run and or win league or something like that. I'm not necessarily talking exclusively about the uh, the top 10 or, or top 15 teams. There, there's some down at some yeah. of the lower divisions. And, and that's why we got the segment Game Balls. Aaron... Do you have a first game ball, uh, at least on this show? Um, and I will remind everybody that you can follow Aaron at FullTimeHoops1 on Twitter and on Instagram. Quite literally covers every, knows everything. I, I'm sure that if we if we called up the, the rosters from the 1973 Kearney JV squad, he would know who the two guard was. Um, no, that yeah. would be Ronnie Flores. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but you got to follow him at Full Time Hoops One. He's also got a lot of content on Prep Hoops. You can follow them as well. So, Aaron, do you have your first game ball of the 2019-2020 season? Actually, I'm going to give a game ball to a trio of kids. They're freshmen, and they're at one of those teams that we talked about that may not be in the top ten or even the top fifteen. Uh, Morris. Uh, Morris' future looks really bright. They've got three freshmen who start right now. One of them, uh, Darnell uh, Morris, he's a 5'9 freshman guard. Baron Noble, a 5'6 freshman. And Jamar, um, Jamar Haynes, uh, another 5'9 guard. Uh, they all play key roles in, um, in Morris' big win over Hoover. Uh, Darnell actually led, I think he was, Led the team or was second in the team in scoring with 11 points. Uh, Baron and Jerron, I mean, Baron and Jamar were the catalysts of their third quarter surge. I mean, this was a relatively close game, and then uh, Coach Fisher changed things up to a 2 2 1 trap, and Jamar and, and Baron were able to really disrupt 
uh, Hoover's offense. And the next thing you know, they're up 18. Uh, so for you know my first game bars, you know they may not get a lot of love this year just because you know they're they're in one of the lower leagues. They're um, they've dropped a few divisions um, from where they were during their prime, but the future is really bright over at Morris, and those three are definitely a big piece of it. So, I mean, that's going to be my first game ball. What about you? What's your first game ball? I want to give my first game ball to Lincoln because we're speaking of firsts. They've got their first win of the season. They are uh, officially 1-0 and after taking down El Cap earlier this week. Um, you know, the, the Eastern League is uh it, it's always kind of that that sleeper confusing league come playoff time so i i got i got big expectations out of lincoln this year and and i really want to see what coach has got for them uh so that's definitely going to be one of my game balls i also want to give a game ball if you don't mind me going first on the second one um i want to give a game ball out to just a ton of people at the Hilltop tournament for continuing to be the low key most exciting place to to find a diamond in the rough every year. Uh, East Lake, oh, yeah. big wins there. Uh, La Jolla, big wins. Uh, Aaron, you've gotten to see a couple of those games. Any game balls coming from the uh, the Hilltop tournament for you, or or am I rattling yeah. these off? No, no, definitely. I was probably I was gonna list out um, a couple of guys that I saw for the first time uh, this year. Colby Yates from Otay Ranch. That's had a really good tournament for Otai. They're undefeated, uh, headed to the semifinals. Uh, kind of an unorthodox talent. He's 6'5", plays on the wing. You know, you you look at him and his facial expressions don't really ever change, and it gives you an impression that maybe he's just coasting. But he's really effective. I mean, he scores it for, um, decent from three. He's good off the dribble. He's he's got this smooth athleticism about him. He, he had a he had a, a solid game against Westview in, in a really in a game that, you know, probably was in the most aesthetically pleasing game you've ever watched. But, you know, they found a way to win it. Uh, another game ball I want to give out is uh, Sammy Stewart, who first game back from football really kind of changed things. I don't know if it's going to show up in the stat sheet, but his energy was, you know, a huge boost to a Hewitt team that had gone 0-2 and was like found themselves floundering in this tournament. So, you know, that his his impact on the game goes beyond the stats. Morty Holmes, Keyshawn Trice have been the leading scorers all year, but you could really tell that, you know, Sammy Stewart's defense, his intensity on the boards and just his energy really has given a charge um, to the Highlanders. And then, of course, you talk about diamonds in the rough. East Lake has a huge diamond in the rough, and six five and a half is uh, Alexander Crawford, who is a player that's been on my radar for quite some time. Uh, super athlete. You, you know, when you talk about like what basketball players look like, Alex really kind of fits that description. I mean, he just looks like a basketball player, and you can tell he's on the verge uh, of a major breakthrough. He had, he had a solid game against Felix in the loss. He had, I want to say he had 17 points, uh, 19 points, actually. Uh, I think the big thing for him now is just going to be consistency of effort in certain areas and also just his assertiveness. You know, there are times where he just looks flat out unstoppable, and then there are times where he withdraws from the game. 
And I think as he becomes, as he develops more of a killer instinct and realizes how, you know, incredible his upside is, I think you'll start to see those huge games happen, you know, more frequently. Well, you talk about, like you said, you talk about him asserting. I just want to interrupt real quick and say that if this name sounds vaguely familiar, we had one of his dunks from the tournament on our Instagram a couple of days ago. So we will repost that to our story when we publish the, uh, the, the show. So you can check that out because he has the vertical to attack the hoop. Oh, he's super explosive. I mean, there's, there's, there aren't five players in San Diego that are more explosive, you know, when he's in the air. I mean, he's, Brilliant athlete, very long, uh, rangy prospect. You know, from from a from a basketball from a prospect perspective, in 2021, he's you know like he's got more upside than almost every prospect in San Diego. It's just a matter of the mentality. You know, and can that mentality match the physical attributes that he's been gifted? You know, and if it does. You know, his senior year and even his junior year is going to be special because I, I, I got to admit, you know, Eastlake is one of those teams that I probably thought was going to be, you know, middle to the bottom tier of that Mesa League, which is a really good league this year. I mean, Modern Day Catholic is great. Bonita Vista has been off to a strong start. Otai Ranch has this massive front line that, you know, there's not a lot of teams that can deal with their size. Uh, you know, Montgomery, scrappy as always, and well coached. You know, and Eastlake and Olympian kind of rounding out that group. But Eastlake, I mean, they've already beaten Canyon Crest. They've beaten um, the beat Canyon Crest. They beat Mission Bay. They nearly clipped off San Diego in the first game of the season. And, you know, they, they were competing against Hewitt for, you know, two and a half quarters. So, you know, if the, if that's going to be the middle to the bottom of that Mesa League, it's going to be a war. Ooh, sure. yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to give a game ball out to Patrick Henry. They got a dramatic thirty-seven, thirty-six win against Ramona yesterday. Big win for them uh, sure. to to win a clutch game like that. Doesn't matter if the score is thirty-six, thirty-seven, one hundred and thirty-six, one hundred and thirty-seven. Anytime you win one of those one possession games to me that helps build the confidence that no matter what the win loss is going into the playoffs if you know you can win in those situations you have a chance any other game balls for you you know what they needed that win too definitely it's kind of early to call certain games must win but i ran into a parent of a patrick henry player uh earlier this week and, and he was he made no mistake about the importance of getting that win against ramona um, you know, they had had some really tough losses and, you know, they, they've got a lot of talent on their team. People forget that, you know, Kai Jesse transfers from Helix. He's a very talented prospect, both on the um, court and on the gridiron, apparently now. Uh, you know, you've got, you've got a bunch of returners and sleepers. Corbin Lemers is a kid who comes, um, comes to my Aiden Alfino, big time shooter. Um, and of course, they've got winning pedigree in their coach, Kenny Teaser, who won a lot of games while at Modern Day Catholic. But in the beginning of the year, you could feel that like they needed, they really needed something to change because they had taken losses to you know Steel Canyon. They had only scored 27 points against Montgomery 
and probably one of the, you know, Coach Ed Martin said it was one of the ugliest games he had ever seen, and he was the head coach of the winning team of 37-27. You know, so they, they needed a win to kind of right the ship moving forward. And, you know, their league, uh, they're in the city, uh, in the central, uh, no, city league, and that league's not, you know, cakewalk either. University City's undefeated. Um, you've got, you've got Hoover that looks improved. Um, Mir Mesa is going to be very scrappy in the answer. You know, so they've got some, yeah, they definitely, they needed that win and they got it. So moving forward, they probably are giving them that boost. You can follow Aaron at Full Time Hoops One. He is one of the better follows in all of sports. I said it. I mean it. Welcoming all ats. Aaron, um, we're, we're kind of still in that that pre tournament mode. I know that the Hilltop tournament's going on right now, and, and the one out at West Hills. But the Holiday Classic is coming up. I'm sure you'll have plenty of content on that. We'll speak to you again before it gets here. But uh, maybe if you've got a, a second on your way out, just I mean, give us a little nugget of, of what the best of the best of San Diego is going to be doing in that tournament. Um, I mean, I, I think I think we've got a chance to, you know, to make some noise in the national division this year. Uh, you've got some really, you know, Cathedral and Saints are and Foothills are all really high level teams. Troy Pines as well. I mean, those four teams are capable. You know, they're going to be going up against some really, you know, stiff competition. You know, if you're if you're a San Diego State uh, follower, supporter, or employee like I am now these days, uh, you get a chance to see your future point guard in Lamont Butler from Riverside Poly, Drew for St. Mary's. Uh, they've, you know, their, star, their future power forward is going to be playing for uh, Ingram High in Washington. Um, and there's going to be a ton of other really talented prospects. But I think you know, I think our guys are really well equipped to, you know, to do well, you know, in, in the in the tournament, in the national division, in the American division. You know, you get a chance to, you know, if you've never seen them, which I, I doubt that's the case, given the prevalence of social media surrounding them. But head on out and watch Mikey Williams, um, you know, and 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 watch the show, and, and you'll be, believe me, you'll be, if anything, you'll be entertained. So, you know, at, with that, man, I, I got to go get some lunch in me. Deal. Thank you very much, Aaron. We'll talk to you soon. We are all blessed to have you back in our, our basketball lives. I'm just excited to be back with you guys. Keep, head, um, keep it up, and I will see you guys in the studio pretty soon. What's happening, sports fans? Christian Pedersen back here joining you for a special CIF State football game break. We've got a guy on the other line named Albert Gregory. He comes to us from the uh, the Press Democrat in Santa Rosa. He was at the Cardinal Newman game last week, and he's been at a couple of them all this season. So he's going to help us preview their matchup against the El Camino Wildcats. You can follow him on Twitter at Albert Gregory twenty three. My man, thank you very much for being on the show. Happy football playoffs. Uh, let, let's get right to it. We got this game, El Camino and Cardinal Newman. Educate the San Diego sports fans a little bit. Well, first of all, thanks for inviting me to the show. I'm happy to be here. Um, I would describe this Cardinal Newman team as pretty surgical on offense. They've had very little mistakes all season. Um, led by their quarterback, dual threat, 
uh, senior, Jackson Pavitt. He's thrown for over 2,500 yards, about 30 touchdowns with only one interception. And he's also run for 500 yards with uh, nine scores, I think, throughout the season so far. Um, defensively, they will allow teams to drive down the field sometimes, but they're kind of bend, don't break, and force teams to either attempt field goals or turn the ball over on fourth down. Um, they're most reliable probably on special teams with uh, sure-handed defensive back and wide receiver John Carlin Woods, who's really great at receiving punts and kicks. He's always securing the ball. Um, but their best player is probably their kicker, Ethan Colenborn. He um, has been really reliable and has hit multiple 40-yard-plus um, field goals in the playoffs throughout the season. And as someone covering high school sports, you can often it's a surprise when you have someone at the kicking position who's that reliable. And then um, some of their threats, I would say uh, Shane Moran, the running back, is really good and really reliable. And um, uh, Zion Nunley, of course, they're a six foot three wide receiver. He's a real threat in the passing game and made some cru- crucial receptions throughout the playoffs so far. So help us give a little bit of context. El Camino is a team that they are in our division two. I don't like doing the numbered divisions just because every section is kind of a different size. So I like focusing a little bit more on league. They are a team that plays in the toughest league here in the San Diego section, kind of 1A, 1B, and then everybody else is light years below the Avocado League in terms of their strength just top to bottom. So El Camino is a team that took a lot of those league losses. So their win loss is all screwy for, um, for Cardinal Newman as a five and O team in the North Bay Oak football league. What does that mean in, in the general surroundings up in your, in, in your area? Um, they've done some restructuring recently and the league maybe hasn't been as strong the last couple of years. This year it's been really strong with uh, Rancho Catati High School, a school about 15 minutes away in the town of Runner Park. They're also playing in a state championship game on Saturday, and uh, they've only lost three games all season. They're number two in their division. And then there's teams like Windsor who are really close to them who have had really good years and have been a really uh, tough football team. So I, I think Cardinal Newman is pretty safe to say they're kind of like the football powerhouse in Santa Rosa and maybe even Sonoma County especially of uh, recent coach Paul Cronin. And um, some of the competition at the bottom of the league maybe isn't the strongest, but some of the earlier non-conference games were pretty tough against some uh, Bay Area teams. Well, I'll, I'll take so it, I though, that, that uh, two state finalists in one league seems to bode well. Right. Yes, yeah. That, that, that definitely helps. That seems to bode well. Okay, so um, any final notes just on, on if, if you had to – not going to ask you for a score prediction. We're a San Diego biased show. I'm assuming you're going to be NorCal biased. But if you had to say one thing that, you know, as a fan of the team, if you looked for it early on, go, okay, that is established. We're looking pretty good. What would that be to look for? I think if they get uh, their quarterback, Jackson Tavis, running the ball early in the game, and if they take an early lead, they're kind of hard to come back against. So, if he's running the ball well, um, getting some short completions in there as well, I think Cardinal Newman has a good chance to uh, kind of run away with it, to be honest, in this game coming up. Once again, you can follow him at Albert Gregory 23 joining us on behalf of the Press Democrat in Santa Rosa. He covers all sorts of great football 
and other high school sports up there, please go give him a follow. Thank you very much for a little bit of your time. Uh, will you be at this game? Can people follow you for score updates? Um, they can follow at PD Preps, the Press Democrats uh, Twitter for um, score updates, but I will be at the game covering. All righty. Thank you very much, and you have a wonderful rest of your day, and happy championships. All right. Thank you. Thank you for having me on.